Good day everyone, I'm Daniel Ricardo and you're listening to EFTM, everything for the man. Welcome to the EFTM F1 podcast, episode number 001. Trevor Long with you, joined by Connor McNally and Harry Tucker, three F1 fans. G'day, Harry. How you going, man? Good, buddy. Yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. But, but we should have watched the Grand Prix by now. Oh, it feels weird. I feel like I should be at the edge of my, my couch waiting for everything to... Actually, would have would have started by now, wouldn't it? Yeah, we, we are recording basically at race yeah. time. Is that sad or tragic? Connor? Well, it's actually five o'clock that it normally starts for the Australian Grand Prix. It's terrible. I know. I've been waiting all week to get my fix of Formula 1, the first fix of, what, 22 for the year? And oh, it's not oh, happening. I, I would have gotten out of cooking dinner and now I have to cook dinner. <laughs> That's the real controversy. So we, we, plan, we plan to start this show have immediately after the, uh, the Australian Grand Prix, yep. sit down, talk about what we thought, what we saw, what we liked, what we hated. Uh, we're not affiliated with the FOM, so we can say whatever we want. And I'll, t- I'll say stuff about that during the show because I feel like there's, it's been very um, distant, the conversation. I don't feel like the people who've got closest to Ross Braun have asked really the hardest questions and, and that kind of stuff over the last few days. Mm. But let's 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 talk through what's just happened. I mean, this is everything that's going on right now, no one's ever experienced before. So this is pretty crazy what's happening. But when you talk about how it transpired, there was I don't think there was a sense in the last week that the race shouldn't happen. I don't think as they started arriving in the country, anyone was saying, why is the race happening? Did, did you well, feel was, like it was not going to happen? I thought it was definitely happening. It was on Monday. Um, who? What's the guy's name who runs the OSGP? I don't know his name. Uh, Paul Little. Yeah, oh, so the, he, the, the chairman. Yeah, the chairman so of the Australian Grand Prix Corporation, Paul Little. Yeah, so Paul Little came out on Monday and was like, not a chance in hell that this is going to get canned. This is definitely happening. Yeah. Like, just everyone come down. Don't even worry about yep. it. And then we get to Thursday, and we hear about McLaren, and the team start freaking out. We hear about Seb flying away, and Kimmy, and then it all just goes downhill from there. And I think that, um, so I think that a week ago, because I watched a lot of commentary about whether or not they should have even come here. Like, yes. why did they even come to the country when we're having this drama around the world? The the stuff was already on a boat. Like, stuff leaves three weeks ago to come to Australia on a boat, like the team pit garages and stuff like that. The stuff that flies here is really just the cars and the latest aero. So I don't think that there was any thought come Tuesday, Wednesday, and even close to Thursday, that the race wouldn't happen. It wasn't until several members of the actual F1 family, you know, team members of Haas and McLaren, had symptoms. Symptoms of coronavirus and were sent off to testing. And even then... Even then, it was just we've sent off some people to testing and I'm not sure what impact that's going to have on the race. But like, no, it wasn't like race goers were saying, I'm not going to go. I'm not planning to go. They were, they were legitimately thinking, well, that just means some poor bugger's going to have to watch the race from the hospital. Did, was that the sense that you had? Colin? Yeah, absolutely. I was keen to watch the Grand Prix. I think just about everyone else that has been keen to get the Formula 1 season underway, ready to go for the Grand Prix. I mean, think of all the money that has been spent yeah. by, by fans that wanted to go and watch the Grand Prix, watch the support races as well. You know, it's that traditional opening start of the season where everyone's excited to see what the new cars are going to be doing and how fast they're going to go and who's going to be the star driver, the star team. And that's just been taken away from us. And yes, it's it's unfortunate for what's happened to McLaren, but yeah, uh, yeah it's just been crazy with the calamitous set of circumstances. I'm going to make an executive decision yep. and say that swearing's allowed. 
because right. shit hit the fan on Thursday night. Oh, right? yeah, that was if we keep swearing, that was a clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that exactly was, I mean, what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so McLaren team member tests positive. Yes. Now apparently, like seven or so had been cleared. Yeah. And one test positive. Now I think what's critical here, and it's only on reflection that I, I wasn't even thinking about this on Friday morning, but on reflection you have to go. This is how well it's being dealt with by health authorities. Okay, dude is positive. Who's he been in contact with? And that put 14 members of the McLaren team in isolation. And so McLaren, rightly, have gone, how the fuck are we going to do a race mm. if we don't have that mechanic, that engineer, that PR person, whatever it is, uh, gone? Actually, you know what I was thinking? All the, for, all the tension has been on Ferrari prior to this. Yeah, that's Grand right, Pro- coming in because they're Com- from Italy. Yeah, so, and, and, here, yeah. and Italy's a hot spot at the moment. So everyone's thinking, what the fuck is going to happen if Ferrari come to this country and they've got... Team members when tested. actually yeah. it was bloody McLaren. Yeah. And then it's no surprise also, it was like the inside word on the paddock was that when McLaren said that they will pulling out, that it was Ferrari and Alpha who were straight up like, yep, we're out too. Mm. And they were the first ones to try and get So are you boat. talking about the meeting that happened at like 2am in the morning or is yeah, that, well is that is, they were, the they early were, days? It was said that they were the ones who pushed that meeting the hardest. I think yeah. Renault as well. Mm. Right. And then that meeting then happened that night and then that was up to the teams to say, you know, who wanted to keep racing, who wanted to. And I yep. think it was every team wanted to pull out, I think, except it was, um, it was at Racing Point, Red Bull and Alpha Tori. Right. And everyone else wanted to can it yeah and then so at that point it was okay we get below 12 teams that means that the f1 then can say we don't have a race and then they because that's critical and i don't know if you've else. got the data on this but there's a there's a rule isn't there about how many teams and which Correct. i assume happened so after indianapolis yeah. <laughs> um how many teams have to start the race that's correct now everyone was saying before that if mclaren were not going to race in the australian grand prix it would count as a non-championship event now that's obviously not the case as we no. now know but yeah. uh you're right. I mean, if people probably wouldn't remember the US Grand Prix in 2005 when seven of the ten teams at the time, they were running Michelin tyres and they were suffering catastrophic failures on the banked ovals. But of oh, and I, d- I don't remember. I mean, I remember the thing, but didn't they start the race and pull into the pits? Correct. Isn't, that's yep. what happened. So, yep. again, I guess, you know, it, c- it could have gone a, a different way, but that's essentially a different way of playing it was we're going to we'll start the race so that you can technically have a race, but then it's all over. But what... What I'm concerned about, and my biggest drama with this whole thing, is communication. 2 a.m. in the morning, reportedly, there was a team meeting. Uh, everyone gets together and they decide that um, what, what, what should happen. Should it go ahead? Should it not? And you're talking about you know, massively high-profile uh, F1 journos, Andrew Benson, people like that getting, seriously, getting obviously texts and leaks and stuff straight afterwards, basically saying, the thing's off. I woke up in the morning and the BBC were reporting the event was cancelled. Right? This is like 6 and 7 a.m. in the morning, event cancelled. Whereas reporters on Australian media are down there saying, no, no, it's still on. We're being told it's still on. Australian Grand Prix chairman says it's going to be on. Like at that point in the morning, it is almost outrageous the level of communication that's occurring given that we know there was a meeting. We know the team said on on mass, we don't want to race. And... We know that Kimmy and Seb are on a fucking plane. (laughs) Seb's in 1A, Kimmy's in 3A. I had the manifest. I found. What what about the the hostie who's who's posted the manifest? It's the best ever. He probably doesn't have a job anymore, but, you know, (laughs) he's been told to get fucked, basically. (laughs) So it's just crazy. When I got it from you, Trev, it it was just astounding what I saw, what that travel manifest had. Those three drivers, and I think it was Valtteri Bottas as well, they just said bye bye. He went to to Adelaide. Oh, okay. There was a bit of conjecture about Bottas because his missus. 
um, I think tweeted or, or Instagram storied that you know she was going back from somewhere else and that she was hoping he'd be home soon or something like that. And it's like confused people thinking that they were all flying home. But how good was Pierre Gasly? He stayed in Melbourne and went to Todd Road, which is a kart track just outside of the CBD <laughs> yeah. in Melbourne, and did some karting. Well, Lando Norris did an um, eSports race, didn't he? Max is doing one right now, I think. Here's my biggest concern. Lewis Hamilton tweeted a photo of himself doing oh. rock climbing. And I'm like, dude... You, did you clean every rock? That, you know, I just feel like when you're in this world of sanitizing, and Lewis would be the ultimate. No, no, sorry, I'm not. Don't touch me, kind of guy. Oh. He's up rock climbing, and especially when we look at that photo with him and um, Justin Trudeau's wife. Yes, yeah, oh. that's big. Did that news. get wide circulation? Oh, I don't think that much. I Hasn't was... really circulated as much as I thought no. it was going to be. Yeah. So, so we're all sitting there in the morning, and I, I basically, I mean, it's terribly kind of egotistical, but I'm just sitting there going, like, you're all wrong. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the media reports and the, even the people that I work for going, listen, I don't want to break it to you, but I'm confident those drivers are on a plane. I, right. I'm confident there was a meeting. And frankly, I'm not even, I'm not an expert. I'm just reading from F1 journos. And it just shows, I guess, the distance between the F1 paddock and the, and the, the genuine mainstream media. It's a long distance because in terms of just knowledge, because two or three proper F1 journos who would have contacts in every team have basically said, listen, it's off. But... The Australian media are just reporting what they're being told by the AusGP. Would, would, uh, you, you would you say it's like an F1 bubble? It's like that Canberra type yes, of bubble? Yes, 100%. You yeah. know, and I yeah, think that... travel the world together. But, you know. but here's, what's, here's what the problem is. You've got the F, F1 and FIA, hmm. you know, regulators and organisers. You've got drivers and teams. Then you've got the Grand Prix organisers. Grand Prix organisers are looking at it purely from a, the, the case of, you know, what's the government allowing us to do? And the government did announce, like... Uh, basically, at gates opening time, the government said there should be no crowd. That's what the government in Victoria said. Look, the race can go ahead, but there can be no crowd. And then it was half an hour later that the, the organisers said, listen, the F1 have pulled out. Well, yeah, that's, that's the important thing to note here is that there's the AusGP, which is of like the whole event, and you've got the V8 supercars yes. in all the sport races, mm. and then the F1 race is a separate thing. So they Correct. Can the F1 can technically technically pull out of that race, yep. and there's, and and the there's still an event. So then it becomes... And did you not find it confusing... When the Australian Grand Prix made their announcement, that they said the Australian Formula One Grand Prix has been cancelled. Now I know the Australian Formula One Grand Prix is the event, yep. but it also is the race. Yep. And so I'm like, is it happening? <laughs> like, is there going to be V8 supercars? Yeah. Is like, it going to be TCRs? Is there going to be? I S5, was watching 000? bloody Jess and, and the crew at Fox Sports going. We don't know. We're going to tell you what we'll run. We'll run the Clipsal 500, and we'll come back and try and tell you. So they ran the Adelaide race on TV again, yeah. And hopefully came, and they came back and said that it was off. I mean, it's just it, yeah. massively but bad it, communication. Even in the supercars paddock, though, there was like the teams were all in disagreement. I, uh, one of, I had a mate in, in one of the teams there who was yep. texting me, going, "We're packed up, but the teams on either side are still Haven't. ready to go out and race." Which was also apparently what was happening in the F1 pits. Yeah. Uh, apparently a couple of teams had literally just closed up and there was a point in time, like there's a time, like 10 o'clock I think it is, like three hours before first practice, you have to have your garage doors open mm -hmm. and they, they didn't. So Mercedes did not have their garage doors open. So that was the point where you can't, like technically under the rules, you can't enter the, the practice if you haven't yeah. opened your garage. And so pe people were walking down the paddock and talking about that and the biggest drama here is not for us simpletons on Twitter waiting to watch it on Fox Sports, it's for the thousands of people who were queued up at the at the gates without any information? Like we had more information than they had. Yeah, and the, and the weird thing is, everyone was waiting outside those gates, absolutely furious and hurling abuse at the poor staff who were just there doing their job. Yeah, and they're just as much in the dark as 
everyone else was thought were watching on Twitter and Facebook and every other formal social media. It was crazy. It it's quite. I mean, we'll never see anything like it again because, uh, mm. A, they would never let it happen as badly as it did. Um, what I also find very, very interesting, that press conference that was broadcast live between the four stakeholders. Chase Carey. Chase and, Carey and, and Michael Massey. And, and they had one yeah. microphone between the four people. I thought, I thought that too. He's <laughs> and he passed around. Went, Mate, you, that's, that's the worst thing you could do is is because they were talking, a couple of F1 drivers were talking about how they were sanitising microphones and stuff before every, and they made a joke of it oh, and I stuff. I they sanitised it better than Rudy Gobert did with the uh, <laughs> NBA press <laughs> What about that, the Utah Jazz oh, guy? Gosh. That was embarrassing. It's, uh, it's the worst vision to come up after you get diagnosed, right? <laughs> Although there is a guy, and this is uh, not at all on F1, but did you hear the story today about a guy who, uh, in Australia, who got tested for for COVID-19 and then flew to New Zealand. Oh, yeah. And then got the results as positive. Oh. Everyone in New Zealand's like, listen, can you not come if, <laughs> if you've had a test? You've had the, yeah, it was a high probability. They don't test yeah. just anyone. They yeah. only test people who are, have met a multitude of criteria. It's absolutely amazing. So, I mean, that's the cancellation of the event. I think the, the conversation for us now uh, is can to... I, th- can I add yeah. one more thing to the yeah. cancellation? Well, just one thing I thought was really interesting in it was... Originally, Mercedes wanted to race on Friday. Yes. But then they ended up pulling out out of solidarity with McLaren because they supply their engines and they didn't want to upset that sort of deal between, yes, we're competitors. And let's not forget, they supply Racing Point. They also supply engines to Williams. And so their first thought was to race as we, you know, we want to get points, we want to do all this. But then they're like, oh, shit, we actually make a lot of money by supplying engines to these guys and we we don't want to piss them off. Because McLaren's changing to Mercedes next year, right? That's Correct. Yeah, they're running Renaults at the moment. And and, and that's like, it's a massive business deal. And also, Lewis... Um, Lewis, I think, was quoted as you know very heavily saying he shouldn't. Uh, they don't know why we're here and stuff, and why we're here. Oh, it's only he, for the he money. Said, he said cash is king. I think. And you know what? I think the F one yeah. smacked him down pretty heavy on that because I don't think anyone's making cash from just putting on the event for for shits and giggles. There's actually a huge yeah. impact in the negative towards individuals now. You know, the teams, this talk, I don't know how... It, I used to always think that it was the end of the year, they got their points from last year, and they wrote a massive check for, you know, last year's points haul. But it feels to me, listening to Chase Carey and Ross Braun in the last few days, it feels like the, the teams get paid after every race, basically, out of the, the yep. takings of the race, uh, based on, obviously, last year's points and whatnot. So it's a huge deal not to have a race, let alone mul- multiple races. Um, I, I think that's that's the challenge for, for F1, and you know it's, this is a, a moving feast that'll take some time to get through. But I, I don't know. I think most people would have followed it um, on social media and and in the reported press on the F1, and it's it's a very different thing. You're probably not listening to this podcast if you followed it in mainstream media, but it's a very different thing uh, when you watch the mainstream media versus how it was reported pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> So, they now say there's no uh, Bahrain Grand Prix. Chinese would or- had already been cancelled. Vietnamese has also been postponed. So, that's four races out of what was going to be 22. This is going to be the biggest year ever. Um, Dutch Grand Prix is the next scheduled race on the 3rd of May. And it's well, the first Grand Prix in the Netherlands since 1985. Well, you know, I feel like there's conflicting stories there from, yeah. from F1 because they're like, okay, so we're only postponing these three or four races, mm. but then they say the end of May is mm. when they're looking back. So you'd think that, okay, that would mean that the Dutch Grand Prix and, and is there another race in... Yeah, uh, so they've got the Dutch yeah. Grand Prix on the 3rd of May, you've got the Spanish Grand Prix on the 10th of May, and Monaco on the 24th. So you would just assume then that those three are gone? Because, you know... 
I mean, I've probably followed this way too much, but they talk about the spread and, and creating the social distancing, creating the, the knock-on effects of the events, simply to slow the spread. This thing, I don't want to break it to us all, we're all going to get it. Like, it's, it's going to go round. I was talking to a nurse yesterday who said, most people will get it a couple of times this season because it's just going to go round that bad. The thing we need to do is protect the elderly and stuff like that. So if we're only creating this, you know, slow, slowness of the spread and stuff, how long is this whole thing going to last? We don't know. But Scott Morrison was talking, you know, literally, while well, you're probably on your way here, about six months of, you know, impact and different things happening and change and stuff. How does Formula One... I don't see how Formula One gets started in May, as you no. say. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, March. So let's say what's happened now is all the teams have gone back into forced quarantine. So they're basically saying 14-day shutdown. You're all, you know, isolated. So that's 14 days. That gets us to, what, uh, the end of March, essentially. And then you're in a situation where, in theory, everyone's, you know, either over it or, you know, can't get it from, from the people they associate with. So then do you... Do you just say we're, we're going to like book private flights so that we've got control over every point of contact of individuals and have non-crowd events? I mean, there's no way you can, as a Grand Prix, given you've got teams, they could all be really well controlled. But then you go, there's media who aren't in, in as big a control. There's a whole bunch of external factors that come into those Grand Prix. I don't know how they actually have an event. Forget fans, because fans are probably not going to be at events for a long time. I don't know how they have a Grand Prix as you say in May, uh, let's say Baku. Let's say Baku. Right, well, June. Baku is the one that's been floated around. Is the most obvious one to you know. If seventh of June. Yeah, that, that's the one that makes the most sense, I guess, at the moment. But again, it, like who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of months yeah. with, with the spread of all of this. But I also think that the Italian teams, right? They're not, they're not going back to Italy, are they? No. Well, no. And and, and how does that affect their their yeah. part preparation? Because in the, all the teams are going to look at this and go, I got I got five extra weeks now. Of, you know that <laughs> yeah. part we were working on. Bring it. You know we, oh, we're going to have and that. Ferrari ready. was the team that wanted that the most. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is too, you got the Italian Grand Prix yeah. in September. So. The, this virus could could continue on right up until September. We may not even have an Italian Grand Prix this year. Well, let, let's be simple. I, is there going to be a Formula One season? I don't believe so. Not at this point. It, it's pretty fucked, to be quite frank with you, at the moment. So, do, uh, do they have a minimum amount of races? Is there like a stipulation there? Well, they, well, as in like for it to count as a real season? I don't know. Like, I don't think used, there would be. No, because no, there never used to be. No, there's never had to be less than they, they used to want to do. But I, go, I, used, I can go back to think that 16 races was the most number of races. It used in to be season. kind of felt yeah. like 16 was a number. They pushed it this way for money reasons and for you know reach of the sport and stuff. But you're right. Okay, Italian Grand Prix. No one's going to want to go to that. Mm. Uh, it's it's going to be a long time before Italy's a safe place to visit as a, as a tourist, let alone as a, as a team to compete in a sport. Even under a circumstance where they fully control the, the logistics of getting people in, I just don't know how you get peace of mind. Like, you look at how Lewis was so annoyed about being in Australia. Yeah. And this is, this is the, the beating tiny little heart of this start of the, this problem. It's going to be way worse in a few months, and that's not because it's getting out of control. It's just because it's a virus. It's going to get out of control. Mm. So how do you get Lewis Hamilton to turn up to any Grand Prix this year? That's, that's what I think it's the biggest yeah. challenge. He walks around with a mask for the common cold, let alone something like this, so you're completely right. I'm How pretty sure in a few years we'll just rip his face off and we'll discover who he really is or something. <laughs> isn't I mean, that, isn't that the joke? Is he a real person? Like, is he, like Bottas a, has never shown any human emotion. Oh, hang on. Kimmy. Hang on, no, that's Kimmy. That's Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy and Bottas. No, I was watching Bottas the other day thinking, yeah, you're as bad as Kimmy, almost. He's, just a, he's the perfect guy for Lewis because he's this robot that's there to just do as he's just told. Just quietly. No, 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 leave me, leave me alone. <laughs> drive no drive to survive it. season two. Yeah. Right, you've binged, you finished it? I haven't finished it yet. Fuck, I'm 
going to spoil oh. the end of it for yeah, you. Oh, they're the best. The very end. Like yes. it's just, you know, they've gone through this. Holy people didn't make the cut. Like Lance Stroll, no, um, Lawrence Stroll didn't even make the cut yeah, in, in the show. Who see him anyway? But, but he's, he's shown in grabs at the end. But the very best thing is in the credits. They're just rolling all these clips. Uh. And, and Kimmy's only goes, eh, it's just a hobby for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's his only thing, the it's whole show. It's probably all they could get out of him. It's yeah. the only thing that keeps him in existence in life. But then again, he's a party animal all the time. And we love that about Kimmy. So. so maybe you look at it and you go, rightio, um, when might it start? Do, do you do you look at – see, Baku's a street circuit, so it's harder to quarantine. So do you have to look at race tracks and go yeah. – like Montreal, even though it's uh, not a, a genuine um, you know, made-for-purpose race track because it is actually a public space in, in other times, maybe that's closest. Circuit Paul Ricard, 28th of June, French Grand Prix. That's a shit race. Though. It's a racetrack, though. <laughs> it's only a racetrack. You could you could say for a month beforehand this place is closed, it's, it's being decontaminated, and, and the only people they let in – you know, it's 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 kind of like the Olympics. You know, you can only get in if you got the right passes. Well, maybe one of the passes is I've been tested, screened, and I'm clear. Mm. I don't know. Is that that's the only way you can have a race, isn't it? I think so. Do they, how, they 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 definitely make more money out of TV rights than crowd. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But the, but, then, but the Grand Prix organisers, yeah, they have to pay I'm the, pretty yeah. sure they get their cut. We no yeah. one know, no one really knows how it works, but I'm tipping all the F1, uh, the TV money goes directly into F1 and to the teams, and the Australian Grand Prix, for example, they makes its money fee. out of out of individual sponsorship, which they're allowed to you know use in the broadcast, um, the the ticket sales, and you know, you know charging for merchandise locations and stuff like that. So the the events are screwed without crowds. Yeah, absolutely. so financially the the thing is not making a lot of sense to anyone, and it's going to require a massive change. Do you have a triple head, a double head a weekend? I don't think you can do that. No. I don't, I don't think you can have two races at one weekend at the same track. Same, yeah. Well, if you're going to cancel the Italian Grand Prix, you might as well cancel the Chinese Grand Prix because that's another hot spot of the moment, and I don't think you'd yep. be able to go well, back. It's, it's go back postponed, you know, already. No, nah, well, just yeah. write that off for well, at least the, a couple of years. The thing with the Australian one was semi-interesting as well, is even though it's been cancelled, it's not actually been cancelled. They used that language specifically because they didn't want to confuse people this weekend to think that, oh, maybe it's just yeah. a Friday and stuff. So that's still got a so very small chance of coming back. Because I, But I think that Australia, you think about when we hosted the Olympics, it was like August, September. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad time of year once you get past winter in terms of rain and stuff. So is August, September. And when's the winter break? So let's look at the, the break. Well, is in August, right? Um, well, yeah, when is the winter break? It doesn't really make much sense in, the, in just looking at the calendar. So it's after the Hungarian Grand Prix. Yeah, so it it's, it's basically most of August. There's a race on the 2nd of August and there's a race on the 30th of August. So you have to assume that they cut, they just say no more uh, winter break. We don't need the four-week shutdown. We're going to put two races in there. But can you make those races flyaways? Because you're in Europe at that point. The whole point is to kind of make it, you know, easy to manage because it's European season. What's the one? What's the one on either end? Uh, so it's Hungary and Belgium. So it's oh, you know, Spa and Hungary. And then then, oh, then you go to Italy. But if you brushed Italy and you push Spa back, then you open up a bigger window to come down and go. Well, we could do Australia and uh, you know, somewhere else down here. Well, on, on the likelihood that it's going to be. Monaco is going to be skipped. You'd think that'd be one that'd get pushed there, wouldn't it? You think what Monaco? Yeah, you'd do Monaco at a different time if it gets skipped. Yeah, well, wouldn't it make sense with like the, the history of it? Like, if they would be more likely just, to do that, then uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could do that because not only tradition, but it's always you know Street April, April, May is the, you know the best time of the year to hold. Yeah. The it's also Monaco Grand Prix. Fucking hard to just re- do a re- street circuit at any time of year when Especially there's a whole Monaco. bunch of inconvenience to yeah. people. I don't know. Oh, I think um, what we've agreed unanimously is we have no idea when the season might start. That's that's really all we can say. 
so uh, let's let's look at. I mean, we talked already about the break and things like that. Let's talk about tracks. Let's let's play a bit of F1 podcast. What would we do if we were building our own Grand Prix season? Because essentially, what they're going to have to do. I mean, this is getting massively into the future, but they're talking about even potentially this thing running over the new year or into the next year, and therefore the 2021 regulations being pushed back to 2022. Just park that for a minute and go. Mercedes would love that. Wouldn't they just, right? (laughs) But but I think only on the the proviso, there's only going to be one season in the meantime, right? But let's say you're going to start the season in August and you're going to run it with a a Christmas break and you end it mid-year. So you actually run a 2020-21 season. Right, but it can't be twenty-two races. So how many are we calling? Four. I think we go back to sixteen. Sixteen. So we've got the option to cull up to six races. Which Grand Prix do you cull, Connor? Where? What's your worst Grand Prix? Bahrain and China, in my opinion, because China we get monsoon rains at, at times, and we've had Grand Prix that have been cancelled because of the rain. Does, or, does or anyone turn up? You know that last. Part of the track where there's... I've the, never there's seen a crowd around the back grandstands of that circuit. There, but they, they talk about it being sold out. There's no one in the grandstands. There's no one there. So this is when people play Formula 1 2019, the game, and I get so unrealistic, is because there are crowds in that <laughs> section on the game. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Oh. It's very true. There is okay, absolutely so what are you no one there. You're saying China and Bahrain. Bahrain. Yep. Bahrain. Yeah, I have, no, I have no emotional attachment to Bahrain. Okay, it's gone. Harry's nodding? Yeah, that's gone. Okay, Bahrain's gone. I've no no attachment to China either. Although it's it's a, I do I don't mind the track. I think it's a good little track. It's got it's a really couple of really well, long but straights. But maybe that could work then because if they're doing it at a different time of year, you'd be less likely to face monsoon season. Yeah, that's true. Hey, hey don't bring back. We've only just gotten rid of two. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Yeah, we'll bring but, it back maybe at some point. Yeah, maybe. What are you well, calling? I've got four I want. Oh, okay, right, hit us. Go on. Knock four, four off. Okay, the first one I feel like will be unanimous. Sochi. Yeah, yeah Sochi is the worst track on the calendar. No one wants to go to Russia. Second one, Abu Dhabi. Ooh. No, maybe no. it's my F one twenty nineteen style. I no. love that track. I actually it's do so, like it. It's so I like start. it. I oh, like heavy the breakings. track. Lot too much, too many ninety degree turns. Like there's no flow to it. Look, I know there's it's no a, I know it's a Helmand Teal track, but I like it. No, I I, oh, I disagree. Shit, that one didn't go. I, I actually like the track. <laughs> I, I like the track because I feel like it's multiple tracks. You know, I think the first third is is this kind of interesting kind of flow through at, at high high speed. Then it's the ridiculous high speed, and then that back back circuit. I don't mind it. Maybe I really just, like maybe it. Maybe just not as a finale. And it's a purpose-built marina too within that track. And I it's think Australia lights. should be the finale again. Though. That's, that's oh yeah, oh, I right. agree with that. Bring okay. that back. I agree. All right, well, hang on. That's, all right, I got that's, screwed that's on that one. That's two. <laughs> um, we voted for one. Poor card. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. I agree with that. It looks good from above, like uh, on the heli- yeah. helicopter shot. If, 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 if Magny Court was brought back as a, re- a venue for the French Grand Prix, I'd go there, even though that too is just a boring track, but it has a little bit more character than Paul Ricard. Okay, go on. And then my final one is, I, th- I think it's my most controversial take, but it's Monaco. <laughs> Monaco no. is... No. Connor, you first. No. Like, I, nah, tradition, history. Yeah, cool. And, cool. you know, the fact that it is the glamour race of the Formula 1 season. You cannot screw that venue okay. up. Okay. Oh, no, 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 what? There's never been a more boring race than what Monaco. The I'm, hell? I'm sorry, Daniel Ricciardo, his car fucking failed and he won the race. It's basically wherever you qualify is your position. On he Sunday. was able to hold the whole team up without full power. He held everyone up and won the race. And he's a fucking genius as a result. No, but that's because the track shit. Any I, other track, he's like 16th I'm, place. I, I, disagree. I only give him respect for the Monaco win because he should have won it the year before. I'm not listening. 
There's just no way. Oh. That, I mean, history, and you, glamour, Ritz, and all that bull. And for the sake, it means nothing yeah. to the average Joe. And for the sake of this, you know, we're moving the season. And this is so. not the standard calendar we're cutting it no. from. No. If and there's 22 races in, in the year, if there's 22 Mate. races in the year, have a Monaco. Let them all get, a, get pissed and have a good time at their own home. Because it's a home Grand Prix for the drivers. That's what it is. It's a they tax all live ha- there. And it's a tax haven for them also. So, Harry, I'm all in. Oh. No dramas at all. I'll tell you, uh, I don't think I've got much more to add other than Red Bull Ring. I'd get rid of it. Dude, I'm trying to it's picture too it right short. now, and I can't even think it's, what You it know what, all like. I can picture, I can picture then a helicopter shot where they, they fly down over the mountain, and then yeah. they, they meet, meet up with the action at the end of the straight. Well, it would, you know, it was action-packed last year because Leclerc and Verstappen had a couple yeah. of comings together, um, and, and Verstappen came from behind to win and all that kind of jazz. But it's a really short circuit. And the and other thing is, too, pe- those people that remember the Osterreich ring, which was the original circuit, which was much longer than a lot more Who knew you'd be such a fucking historian, too, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> wow. People will talk about how good the Osterreich ring was before it got cut down to the short A1 slash Red Bull ring that it is now. So also, I do have this basic hatred for Red Bull at the moment over the last few years just because of the way they treated oh. Daniel. And, yeah, and then Mark I agree. Before. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know, they I agree. They fucking hate Australians, so oh. we hate them. Do you know what, though? I don't I, like to drink, so that's I, easy for me. <laughs> I actually have come to really like Max. Well, hang on. All right. Oh, that's... Hang on. No, no, no. I just... I, not so much him on the track, but every time I see him interviewed and stuff, I just find him... He just seems like a... No, that's oh, okay. Harry. No, no, my, no, well, Harry, Harry my, my, lo- my love for you is going up and down Sorry. very quickly through this show. I do, I do kind of agree with you, Trevor, about Red Bull. They fucked over Craig Lowndes, they fucked over Mark Webber, and they fucked over Daniel Ricciardo. Wow, how did Lowndes get into this? <laughs> Formula 3000. Really? Yeah, I know. You've, okay, that's, that's going a long way back, and I'm not sure... I mean, I love Lounsey and everything, but I just don't know that he would have ended up yeah, you're probably in a right, different place. But he didn't get a good... I appreciate good. your hey, loyalty look, to the great they, man. They ended up coming fun in Triple Eight back, you know... A few years later. Yeah, so. okay, fair, fair yeah, enough. They made it up to Craig. Yeah, all right. I'll, gi- then, I'll give credit. I'll and then give. I'm pretty sure he was pushed out after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, I th- so hang on, we've, have we got enough then? So we've, we've canned um, Red Bull Ring, seven. Monaco, because there was it's a it's a democracy here. Yep. Um, uh, China. Um, uh, uh, Bahrain. Bahrain. Paul Ricard. Sochi. And Sochi. We've done six. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we've, we've smashed it. We've got a great season. Um, I think it works for where, everyone. Where do we start? So Baku. You know what? I I, th- I think that's right. I think that I don't think it'll happen at its scheduled time of June. I think this thing is going to go to August. I'll be honest with you. So I think the whole calendar is going to change completely. But I think you run it from August through to March, April, and Melbourne can end like Adelaide used to. Oh, I, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I like why can't it be that kind of two-year split? All the time. What's wrong with that kind of timing? There we go. 12 months from now, we'll be recording this from the track. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to break to you. It's really hard to get accreditation. I've had, had a lot of dramas with F1 this year, and they can all get fucked if they're listening um, for not letting me into Barcelona. But anyway, that's a whole other other problem, uh, which will be covered another day. Let's take a, a little bit more uh, positive spin on, on life. Let's imagine that the race was just about to happen. Um, let's look at how practice rolled out. How do we actually think the season is going to go, whenever it starts? And you know what? Thinking about it, 
this could be great for Williams. They might need another six months of development on that piece they of shit. Another six years. Yeah, well, yeah. you never know. But how, how do you genuinely, genuinely think this is going to play out whenever the season starts, based on the current cars, the current testing, the current drivers? We know. Mercedes will be dominant once again. They've been dominant mm. since the, you know, you know, the last I, few years. Yeah, I, I can't from, say it changing. I think it's from working out right, teams so, two to ten. So, so where does where does Ferrari and Red Bull play? Let's let's talk about those two then, because that's the clear next next two. I, I reckon Red Bull's going to leapfrog Ferrari this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't disagree, only because I'd be surprised if Ferrari's even team number three this year. No, that's rubbish. Don't really? say that. Oh, it just okay. Well, fine. Who's 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 three and who's three? Uh, Ferrari's four. It, don't I, say Ferrari could be five. That's just no, no, stupidity. no, no, no. That would be. I, it, I wouldn't be surprised if one of McLaren or Renault sneaked. Closely Ooh. to third spot. I got really excited when you said Renault, but I just don't feel like they're going to get to three. They well, Danny had the third fastest time in Barcelona. I know he had the third fastest great, time, but, which was good. Really, yeah. But last year was a pretty bad year for Renault. They had a car that really didn't perform at a number of Grand Prix. Well, how many How many DNFs did Yeah, there was a bit of DNFing, though. F- yeah. Danny had five DNFs. But he didn't score in some of those races either when he no. did finish. They so did a, well, they finished fourth and fifth. Um, where was I watching last night? Italy. Uh, Italian Grand Prix, Monza. Yeah, he is. That was his only fourth. Despite, despite the ridiculous qualifying, as I recall. Um, they did finish fourth and, fourth and yeah. fifth there. I don't know that Renault have got enough to be... I think McLaren, as an organisation, is the organisation I would back right now yeah. as, as the for 2021. I'd be looking at that going, you know what? If anyone's ready to, to take Mercedes by surprise with new regs... I just have this thing about Zach Brown and that other dude who's the CEO now or whatever. Uh, you know, I think they've got something. And Sainz is actually a pretty bloody good driver. And then does Danny move there? Oh, that's another whole thing. To that, that, that is something, yeah. It, you, that, you know, know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, we have to remember, that's next, next, That's a topic for next podcast because we're going to have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> his, his driver market. But so, so you think McLaren and Renault have I, the potential to take it on to Ferrari. Is that what you're saying? More McLaren than, than Renault. Renault. Yep. Isn't it amazing how McLaren have turned themselves around from the early 2010s when they were oh, in the mate. doldrums, when they went to Honda and struggled so badly with a badly prepared car? Especially given they got rid of Honda and Honda did really well with, with, with Red Bull, right? Yeah. So you, you, you had this sense that they made the bad decision when, when Red Bull started doing well. And they're doing really well with the same engine that Red Bull got rid of. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. But what it shows is that their engineers, their aerodynamics, and all those things are actually just utterly spot on. And I'll tell you what else it proves. Williams is, is stuffed. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they're yeah. stuffed. If, if McLaren can come back so quickly, because literally they, in one year, they went from, you know, zero to hero. Like, they really did. From There was no way. Like, so 2019, what, they finished fifth or fourth? I think they finished fourth. So... In 2018, that mate, they were not they were not a, a team. That they you were eighth or ninth. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? You could say a similar thing to Renault as well, like where they were in what 2017, where they were. What did they come then? They're like seventh. Which my my point is, what does that say about Williams? Oh yeah, they're screwed. They've done nothing. What do you if you're if you're if you're Claire Williams? What's your plan for the next three years? I don't find another job because she shouldn't be the boss. I can't see I can't see her giving us a plan at the moment. No one's really She sure. did not come off well in Drive to Survive. But that's, also very, that's also yet? very dramatised. Wow, mate. Yeah, I know. But where you work in media, you know what there's that bits, like. There's enough in there for you to realise. Sorry, spoiler. Yeah. There's enough for you to realise in there that she didn't have control of Paddy. Paddy didn't have respect. It just didn't feel like it was. they were working together as a team. And frankly, 
I'll be honest, I just think that place needs someone to come in and go, right, you, you and you, see you later. We need to spend whatever we need on that, those three people and bring it. Like, they need change. They need massive I'm, change and it doesn't feel like they've had I'm it. surprised no one's wanted to invest in the heritage of the brand. To like no. chuck another, you know, fifty million a year into the budget. I, I just wonder how Sir Frank is feeling right now, seeing that his team is right down the bottom. Like it oh, can't go yeah, any lower right it now. It can't be the. It has to be awful for him. What was that like, round last year where they they had a part that they didn't even like? A that was part practice. That was, pra- <laughs> they didn't make it to practice because they didn't have their parts ready. That was where they lost Patty. So yeah, I, look, I think that. I agree. I think. Look, I don't think Renault's going to do amazing, but I'd like to see. I think I predict a podium. I think Renault I can pull off a podium. Win. Yeah, I agree. Unless um, it's like a rain and and I think I think McLaren will get more than one podium. I think that's that's all I would say in terms of differences for the year. I'm going to go out. I think McLaren will get a win this year. Shit. I could, I wouldn't be surprised to see Saints. Yeah. You know, sneak one. I don't think it'll be Norris. Definitely Carlos. Carlos would have the uh, tenacity to pull it off. Have to be one of those win. cheeky things because something else happened. I don't It'd see them. Like, remember I don't see them, see them qualifying and racing for a win. No. Maybe maybe not qualifying for a win, but definitely racing. I think. Do you remember last year when Hulkenberg almost until he crashed out was coming for yes. third or so? I think he, they could similar yes. position, but yes. you know not. So crash. before Hulkenberg uh, crossed the line for his first ever Formula One podium, and he crashed yeah. in the rain because he's a gibra. Yeah, that's him. I remember <laughs> a, rem- a gibra <laughs> that has won Le Mans. Let's also point uh, that a gibra who's never scored a podium in Formula One. Now, I mean, I had this great plan for this show. I mean, we had sponsors lined up. I didn't mention KO, but, you know, haven't talked to them about whether or not they want to be on board with a show that doesn't have a rapid <laughs> event. Um, but the thing I did notice, I've been playing KO this afternoon. Um, I, got, I got a text, by the way, last night saying they'd give me KO for five bucks a month next month. How good. Instead of 25. Yeah, I got that as well. You did? Yeah, see, not everyone got it. Well, I, think I haven't got it yet. I think no, it's based it's on what based you watch. On, it is. So if you didn't get it, you don't know watch enough Formula yeah, 1 or so NBA. Yeah, F1. They're my two sports, Formula Spot 1 on. NBA. Because the email said, the email had an F1 car, um, and it mentioned F1 and NBA, because those two sports have essentially been cancelled for the next month. Um, but it's not for everyone. But 25 bucks a month gets you pretty much all the sport you need. And because there's no sport on, there's just all classic races. So the thing that we've been talking about is whether or not over the next couple of months, it it could be the next six (laughs) months. Um, But I think we should get together regularly. And there's a bunch of other people who who I have had contact with once I had the idea for this show that we can can bring in and rotate around so there's different voices, different opinions. But I think we should talk about classic races. I think we should talk about the controversies that happen because there's going to be a lot of reporting because all the F1 media are going to have to have something to talk about. Absolutely. They're going to have to talk about something. So there'll be a lot of stories. Um, I think there will be driver market conversations regardless and I think there is some fun to be had looking at some of the classics on KO what do you think what 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 what's your first thought for classics if, if it's available to to watch that we can sit down watch and then recap on the first race that I can think of at the top of my head and I actually watched it on Friday was uh, the 1986 Australian Grand Prix where yeah. three drivers battled for the world title Nelson Piquet Nigel Mansell Alain Prost and it was one of those great races that um, it, it was so unpredictable who was going to win the world title because Nigel Mansell like had... Abu Dhabi 2010. <laughs> that's, that's the modern equivalent, yeah, really, isn't exactly, it? Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. Nigel Mansell was supposed to finish third and I think Mark Webber had to finish in a certain place and he just fell short. Yeah, well, let's not recap that yet. Yeah, no. Harry, you're more of a modern man. Oh, multi-21, Seb. Multi-21. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that is a cracker. Yeah. That is a very good idea. I remember that. Um, um, if people have their thoughts on what, r- what races we should recap, 
whether or not we watch them, whether or not they're available to watch on KO or other platforms, or whether or not we just find out what happened and recap them and chat about them, um, you can you can hit us up on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle, Harry? At Harry Tucker with one extra R at the end. I was just going to say, oh, some prick got the like the full name before me. <laughs> it's like that asshole on Instagram that's got my name. Oh. Little teenager in America, Connor. CK McNally one is my uh, Twitter handle. CK McNally with two L's. So it was already yes. a CK McNally. Yeah. Fuck. What a fucker. <laughs> what an absolute fucker. So I'm just at Trevor Long. <laughs> but not on Instagram. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, I am CK McNally on Instagram, but not on uh, on Twitter. CK does he, McNally does the, 1. Does the one on Twitter use it? Or are they just park the name? I don't know. I don't know. I just that was. I tried to get CK McNally when I signed up Twitter about ten years ago, and someone else had it. So I'm like, Fuck that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, that's, yeah. Hang that's on, how niche. long ago did you sign up for Harry Tucker? And Harry Tucker was gone. Oh, like 2010. Is it a super common name? Apparently, well, there's just at least one other guy. That's all you need. Yeah, but in the, one other guy that's an early adopter of tech. That's <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing for he's me. Like, he's like some business leader or something. He's actually got quite a lot of followers. Yeah. Well, but I've the got the problem is, with the the when Ozark like, comes back. Comes back. Uh, there's a Trevor Long who stars in Ozark. Oh. He's, the, he's the dad that goes to jail. And so I keep getting Google alerts for the dude in Ozark. I'm just glad the dude from SeaWorld who used to talk about marine biology is retired. Trevor Long. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I used to get lots of calls <laughs> from radio stations wanting me to talk about beach whales. So can't do you that. You could do a George Costanza and pretend yeah, you Yeah, just see how I've thought about it a few times. Yeah. He was angry that day, my friend. Hit us up on Twitter with your thoughts of uh, classic races or other things we could talk about. Boys, um, not quite the show I'd expect it. But uh, I think we've done okay, given there was no fucking race to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I still think we can find a lot to talk about over the next... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I genuinely weeks, think there's a lot to talk about in Formula One, so we will do it again. Harry, Connor, thanks for your time, boys. Thank, Thank you. you.